God bless you. You're about to listen to the voice of the eagle with Prophet Samuel Addison. Prophet Samuel Addison is an anointed servant by the will of God and is graced to operate in the fivefold ministry. As you listen to this tape, be ready to be caught up into unlimited levels of the spirit and soar unto greater heights. Enjoy the message. I'm speaking on a topic battle for open doors. Battle for open doors. This man is a man of open doors. We have to enforce doors to open. The book of First Corinthians chapter 16. Verse 8 and verse 9. But I will tarry in Ephesus until Pentecost. Verse 9. For a great and effective, For a door, great and effective door has opened, has opened to unto me. And there are many adversaries. Hit chest and shout, I see a door open in my life. I see a door opening in my life. Come on, say with the power. I see a door opening in my life. Hit chest and I see a mighty door open in my life. I see a mighty door I see a massive door open in my life. I see a massive door open in my life. Isaiah 62 verse number 10. Goes through. Now, I want us to use only the first line. The first, the A line. Let's already go. Go through. through. Go, go through the gates. Clap your hands and shout, I will go through the door. Go through the door. See, any door that has opened in my life, any door that has opened in my life, this month, this month, I will walk through the door. I will go through the door. No, it, not all doors open and people can walk through. A lady came to me Baby Bob, years Baba ago and brought me her senior sister. Senior sister had only one child. And a guy was going to school, university. He went out, bought everything he needed for the school. Packed his bags and he went to bath, coming to pick the bag to school, take. It happened around Ashaman. He came out of a room about to pick his bag. And he fell. He started shaking. Foams came out of his mouth. He rushed to the hospital. And he died. The door opened for him. But he could not enter the door. So doors can open, but you need power to go through the door. I speak in your life that any door the Lord has opened for you, receive power to go through the door. Lift a word and shout, I will go through. Come on, lift a word and shout, I will go through. Say, no matter the resistance, I will go through the door. I will go through the gate. Because it is mine. Shout, it is mine. Lift a word and shout, it is mine. Lift a word and shout, it is mine. Now, 
But last week I said to you that the, the major force, let the come down a little, it's good, but let it come down. The major force to open doors is a force of prayer. Men of prayer live in the realm of open doors. I'm not talking about praying once, but men of prayer, they live in the realm of open doors. The devil doesn't want to see you excited or walk in the realm of breakthrough. So many doors in life has been closed by the enemy. Many major doors has been shut by the enemy. Many people are depressed and many are frustrated in life because the enemy have shut a lot of doors. Doors of marriage has been shut. Doors of business has been shut. Doors of ministry has been shut. Financial doors has been shut. Because of that, many people are living in frustration and disappointment. They are disappointed. They are embarrassed. And they are stagnant. Because doors has been closed. Imagine you came out of town and you were in a hurry to enter your room. And your door is shut. And you can't find the key to the door. You become depressed. You become frustrated. So many people's lives are depressed. Many people are frustrated. Because the enemy have closed doors. Closed doors means closed destiny. Closed doors means closed opportunities. So the Bible great and effective door has opened unto me. And there are many adversaries. It means there are many obstacles. Many obstacles. There are many hindrances. Four years ago, a young lady came to me from Kumasi. Maybe less than four years. Sometimes I forget the years. It's a prophet. The day I travel to my village to pick the form, the list to my boyfriend, from that day I pick the list. My boyfriend is always sick. And when he became well, he told me we should postpone the marriage. And the marriage had been postponed for three years now. The door has opened. But there are many adversaries. So if you see the door open, but you can't enter the door. You see the door open, but you cannot go to the door. Because there are many obstacles. There are many hindrances. Some of the obstacles you can't explain. Some of the hindrance you cannot even understand. So for you to enter doors, you must battle. 
Our problem is that when we see the thing so clear, we go and sleep. Like you met somebody today. The best said, tomorrow. Meet me 10 o'clock. I will give the money you are waiting for. If that person gives you that sure assurance, it takes one out of thousand Christians to go and pray. No way, you said it. You'll be surprised the next morning. The same person who spoke it. You go there, you'll not be there. Or he will postpone it. Because for the door to open permanently, you need to battle. Some of you are here, your married door is open already. Already. I say God has already opened the door. Why haven't you entered the door? There are a lot of adversaries. There are a lot of spiritual hindrances. Because hear me, if the devil cannot control you, he can control your helper. If the devil cannot hinder you, he can hinder your helper. If the devil cannot block you, he can block your helper. So the problem we have is that many doors are closed. So how I want to say I pull my brain because as we are here today, if one door will open your life tomorrow, you will be in UK. If one door will open your life tomorrow, your bank accounts will change. That because all doors are closed, your life is stagnant. Your business is stagnant because all the doors are closed. All opportunities are closed. That is the strength of the enemy. He wants to close all doors in your life. He wants to shut all your contacts. He wants to shut all your connections so that you will be stranded, you will be depressed, and you'll be frustrated. And one of the danger in life is when a man becomes frustrated. When human beings become frustrated, the uneatable becomes eatable. What they are not supposed to do they will do the thing just because of frustration. Frustration can pain a young girl to become a prostitute without knowing she's a prostitute. Why? Because the enemy have closed all doors. I pray for you that no door will be shut in your life. Your amen is not powerful at all. I pray that no door will be shut in your life. I pray that you live about frustration. You will live about depression. You will live above obstacles. You will live above hindrances. Say, Father, set me above hindrances and obstacles. So Paul said, great and effective door has opened unto me. But I see a lot of adversaries. I see a lot of hindrances. The reason why we face a lot of open doors is that we are not applying the force. 
Turn around and to look at your neighbor and tell him your prayer level is too low. You know why? Anytime God wants to bless you physically, He steps you up spiritually. Because if your spiritual temperature is low, your physical breakthrough is also low. Because there are some doors you cannot enter normal. You must enter spiritual. And most of us, our prayer temperature is so low. So low. You are expecting doors. It will not just open. You are expecting miracles. It will not just happen. Look at all the nine gifts. Unto one he gave word of knowledge. Unto one he gave word of wisdom. Unto one he gave the spirit of faith. Unto one, unto one. But when it came to miracles, he said, and the workings of miracles, which means only miracles you must work it to get the answer. We don't sit down to receive miracles. You must calculate it by prayer. Receive the oil to be a prayer machine. You are not here today. Otherwise, you you are born to become great. You are born to become mighty. But you will die as an ordinary person. Not because God is wicked. Because you are refused to apply the force. The force to open the heavens is not the force of imagination. But it is the force of prayer. A professor upon somebody. Learn how to be on your knees. Learn how to hold the horns of the altar. And engage the heavens for supernatural access. I prophesy in your life this month of October may all doors be opened in your life. Clap your hand and shout I open all doors. Come on, clap and shout I open doors. Clap and shout I open doors. The Bible declares there was a man called John the Baptist. This man started preaching about the kingdom of God. One day he was baptizing people. Nobody knows Jesus. Nobody have heard about Jesus. Jesus was in the queue. Just ordinary. But he did something that others did, were not doing. He prayed. And when Jesus Christ prayed, the heavens opened. If Jesus had closed his mouth, the heavens would never open. This man, may you open your mouth. Amen. Your aim is I said, may you open your mouth Amen. and may doors open for you. Amen. The second thing I will say tonight is when open doors happen in your life, it means spiritual progress. When a door opens, your life will advance. If your doors open, your business will advance. If doors open, your life will move to your next level. Read is five facts about open doors. Why you must battle for open doors? There is no true door without opposition. It's a great and effective door has opened. But there are many adversaries. There is no door open without opposition. 
No, every true door that goes open, there must be a position. Everywhere God says go and stay, there will be a woman. There will be somebody there that will oppose you. You know why? Without taking risks, expansion can never happen. Anytime you see somebody expanding, he has taken a risk. So every open door attracts satanic oppositions. But you must be hard and go to the door. Because every new level attracts new devils. Every new level attracts new devils. Anytime a door opens for you, another devil comes after your life. So don't think the door has opened. So you are just going through the door and that devil will show up. That's why you must tarry in episode. You must pray and pray and pray. I said pray and pray. Even if the thing is so clear, pray. Because man can change his or her mind at any time. Every new devil that was a mistake of the ten spies Moses sent to Canaan. He said, if God sent us there and God gave us the milk, the honey, and the grapes, why should we meet the descendants of the Anak? He said, Moses, if God gave it to us, we shouldn't meet any giant there. In fact, the giant there is a confirmation God has sent you there. I'm telling the giant there, there is no miracle. I need, give me some like Okay, give me the water with a wrap. Okay, this one. Something I can cover. I need a coin. I want to do something. Like a coin. Give me a coin. Uh, if somebody gives you a parcel, your, your birthday, so be the baby man or order, and he has wrapped the thing, you know it's a coin. You will never know it's a coin. If you want to find out what is in the you must remove the wrap. What wraps every miracle is a pattern. If you want to see your miracle, you must remove the wrap. That is the battle of life. Otherwise, the thing inside is yours. But if you refuse to remove the wrapper, what is in you can never enjoy. So most of you, the gift is in your heart for 10 years because you have refused to remove the wrapper. What is inside? You are not taking it. Every new level. Look, look at this. most of Christians say all the things you call it a testimony you yourself open the door not God 
And Christopher All Bibri, the things we call the testimony. I'm telling you, we yourself, we will not go. All the things we see is we ourselves. And you'll be in the office. You will lie with your sister, and the boss will love you. Your boss will move here and put you there. Is there a promotion? What do you want to trust with you? All the things, because uh, hear me, if you walk in such a realm, you are you are making your future complicated. You have to go through the process for God to open the door. And that any door that opens without the force of prayer is closable. It be too abbreviated. Man can close it. Man can block it. Because every door commands the devil. May you receive a permanent door opening in your life. Lift the foot and shout, I'll remove the wrapper. Come on, clap and shout, remove the wrapper. And I will take what belongs to me. Say, whatever is wrapping my miracle, I will take off the wrapper. Clap and shout, I will take off the wrapper. Clap and shout, I'll take off the wrapper. There are some of you here, you are bigger than your level. You are bigger than how you are living. But because you are refused to travel, all doors are closed. All doors are closed. All doors are closed. For a man to remember you, for a man to bless you, for a man to see you and decide to marry you so be a who or decide to help you. It is a force. Human beings are tough. Like to stand here to preach so be and prophesy. prophesy. It's so normal. All of you here, the spirit behind you is fighting me. If your, yours is bad, it's fighting me. So the, the, work, the work is a spirit for somebody to meet you so and who? appreciate you now, so and do you good. It's not normal. There must be a force. Something must back you spiritually. That's why he said the force to open door is a force of prayer. If you carry prayer and prayer is part of your life. Anywhere you enter, even if there is no way, it will make a way for you. The people who have not even planned to do you good, they will do you good. The people who have seen eh? The work you are seeing. If not God, will not get here. If not supernatural supplies, I'm telling you. How much do you give? How much calculate even your offerings? 
Sometimes God does something. Eh? If I sit down, I ask for this one. And the people just come and walk today, two days, three days, one month, and they'll disappear. Because God knows. Prayer release supernatural help beyond Beyond, beyond, beyond your imagination. COVID-19, people are suffering. People are under pressure. I see what is happening here. You think it's a normal thing. It's a supernatural source. It's a supernatural supply. You are not here today. If you don't go on your knees and you don't call upon God, I'm telling you, some doors in your life will never be closed. I'm telling you, because some people carry money. They are looking for some people like you to help. But you're not meeting them. And so Why? I didn't see. Because your prayer level is too low. It's too low. Some of you are here. You don't have any one helper in your life. You shouldn't be so. And so you say yes, one help only be. One. Let me say even half only be. Even Jesus on his way to the cross, somebody help him. Yes. Nobody can rise without help. I need help. You need help. Your helper also need help. Everybody needs help. Nobody can do everybody. Even Jesus on his way to the cross. That's why we must go on our knees to engage the supernatural help of the Lord. If God wants to help, he will use man to help you. Doors has been closed far too long in your life. You have to open the door. You have to be serious and open the door. Otherwise, you are going to be great. But you can't be great. Because you can't just sit down and, and be relaxing for no. The world we are is a spiritual world. And for those who open for you, Paul said, Great and effective doors open. I see a door open for me. But there are so many adversaries. There are so many adversaries. There are so many adversaries. So there was a young guy coming up, he was a designer coming up. Young guy coming, he was serious in Ghana. When he went to Ghana, Mr. Wars. That's our friend. He went there and he was studying also with the taxi because he was a young guy coming up. Another designer came to greet him. He shook his hands. You are coming up. And then come up well. He left in two minutes. That guy collapsed. He paralyzed. From that time to now, he has never recovered. Because he went there normal. And others went there spiritual. He thinks it's a normal thing. A Christian go to interview. The Christ whole night interview. she will sleep the whole night for interview. And wake up at 6 a.m. And spend one hour on her face pons. Or interview. Or bed all the night. Because my friend is suffer. I'm a suffer on power. Are you okay? 
She will sleep well in the morning. She will spend if you can spend one hour on your face. You can spend 30 minutes in the midnight. And the, 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 the Christian will go for the interview. She's qualified by dressing. She's qualified by her looks. She's qualified by her vocal. That person will come in. Who came there spiritually prepared? They give the person. This kid has not deserve it. It's not about deserving you. It's about your homework. Great and effective door. As open unto me. There are many adversaries. Door is open for you. It's for you. You cannot enter. The forces blocking there too much. He said, too many. Most of you eh? The door to your next level has opened. But why can't you enter? Receive a key to open a door this month. You're not clapping hands at all. You're not clapping hands at all. Who told you? Ghana is a hard country. Ghana It's hard for you. People are enjoying Ghana. Come to my area. There's a mall called Palace Mall. They really thank you, Ghana. Palace Mall. They've really thank you, Ghana. Once you are cursing your country, another man has come. He has really thank you, Ghana. Or Ghana Think everybody is struck like you. No, if things become resistance in my life, like tough, I will never pick a phone. I'll go to the throne on my knees. And I'll tell God that it's time to open the door. Engage God in prayer. Cry and pray. Because if God brings them, they don't insult you. But when you bring them, people have come here and have never accepted anything. They gave by their own something. And if never, and people came here with normal offering, they went to insult us. But one man, man has given, so one man has given us over 60, 60, 600 million, not a member. For the not a member. Somebody have walked in here, gave us 10 million. And she said, Don't tell the pastor, me what? No, I'm saying she stopped. Enter here with brown envelope. He said, Give the building. And she said, Don't tell the pastor he will. Obi my once here, or person, or you could do so. I'm talking about supernatural help. 
engage the force of prayer. This month may a door open for somebody. Amen. Your amen is not coming at all. Amen. The help you are looking for, eh? somebody is on the way coming. And may that person arrive quickly in your life. Amen. You are not here today. I said, the help you are looking for, eh? if people are trying to help you by their own strength, don't become tired. Don't become tired. But if the Lord brings them in your life, they will not become tired of the help. I pray for somebody today that the month of October, I speak in your life that the work you are doing May God's open the way. Amen. You are not clapping. I say, may God's open the way. Amen. May God's open the way. Clap your hands and shout, open doors every time. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Open doors. Clap your hands. Go and say, shut that kadaya. Engage your knees. Do you know why? If God is your hobby, you don't lobby me. Connect to God, He will connect me to you. If God gives you a project, He budgets His project. So, knows how to open the door for you. The third one about open doors. They will pray. Every door has satanic soldiers around it. I'm telling you. Every door has satanic soldiers around it. Can I talk to you? Most of you, for years ago, people used to give you gifts. People used to love you and they care for you. Action, why did that thing change? What happened and they were giving you? Do you remember? You took it for granted. And I would think the mystery of not receiving the thing you used to receive. It's a mystery. Most of you, when someone gives you a gift, everybody will hear all your friends. They are not receiving any gift. They have to stop your star from shining. Fourth one. When God opens a great door, there are many adversaries you must clear off. You must clear off many adversaries. The last one. There are wicked strangers contending with your open doors. Write this one too. At the age of every miracle, there are forces you must end with. When you're closer to your miracle, if you're closer to your breakthrough, there are forces you must pray.
We believe you have been blessed by this message. Kindly contact us on telephone numbers plus 233-244-694-299 or 0247-641-502. Our email address is samprofnk at yahoo.com. That is S-A-M-P-R-O-P-H-N-K at yahoo.com. Our Facebook handle is www.facebook slash Samuel Addison. Twitter at Prof. Sam Addison or visit our website www.prophetsamueladdison.org. Visit www.amazon.com to purchase these books by Prophet Samuel Addison. Keep the fire burning. Tell no one. Your secret is your power. Discovering the secret to the top. Why do you need power? Dealing with success killers and many more. You can also get copies of these books from any bookshop near you. God richly bless you. to listen to Fresh Word with Prophet William Addison. Prophet William Addison is the executive pastor of Eagles House Chapel International, CEO of 12 Foundation International, a revelatory preacher, an international evangelist, and a psalmist. Get ready for the word that will transform your life forever. Thank you for Jesus. Father, let your name be glorified, terrify the devil, even as we are edified. Now, I want to um, conclude the um, series, especially one side, and then probably next week, we will shut the doors on it. So this morning, I want to continue the dangers of dishonoring God, the dangers of dishonoring God. In the next 15 minutes, I'm trusting God to be able to help us go through this message quickly. The dangers of this... Um, Dishonoring God. I've shared with you brief, um, previously where I did confirm to you that according to the scriptures, honor is something God demands. It's not something he begs for. It's a command. We have to give God the glory. We have to give him the honor that he deserves. So you and I cannot play with the honor when it comes to honoring God. He doesn't joke with it. Number two, one of the things also God does not play with is when it comes to his glory. He says that I do not share my glory with nobody. Regardless of who you are, he does not share his glory with you. But one thing I love about God is that he's able to bestow his glory on you, but he doesn't share with you, but he can decide to put it on you. And I pray that God will put glory on your life. Amen. Your amen is very weak today. Amen. He puts glory on us. Now, the first thing that I want us to... Um, last week, I mentioned, I think, the first one to us, where I said that God gives us over to reprobate minds. That means when we fail to honor him he allows all kinds of things to begin to hit us very strongly and sometimes these things come as a result of our disobedience to God there are many things that happen to us sometimes it might not even be the cause of God it is a natural order that flows and so once you disobey or you flout that regulation you find yourself being affected by the same situation that could have been of a blessing to your life. For example, electricity is supposed to be a blessing to us. It's supposed to help us, supposed to give us light. But if you violate the principles that undergird how um, an electric power is supposed to be handled, it can kill you. 
Regardless of the anointing you have, it can kill you. It will respect you, it will disrespect you, it will dishonor you, it will not recognize you, it will deal with you. And so, don't miss my last series of this, where I'll be dealing with how we dishonor principles. I shared with us that when we talk about dishonor, there are three levels, and there could be more. There could be more, but I wanted to center only three of them. I talk about how we dishonor God, how we dishonor man, and then how we dishonor principles. These are the major things that affect human life. And I pray that God will open our eyes to these things. So the second thing that can happen to you when you disobey God is that it can lead to death. It's very dangerous. Our disobedience to God can lead to death. This is a very big one. The book of Acts of Apostles chapter 5 verse 1 to 3. You will be amazed at this scripture. And some people I believe might argue about this particular scripture and say God is wicked. But God is not wicked. Read for us. But a certain man named Ananias. A certain man named Ananias. With Sapphira his wife. Sapphira his sold wife. Sold a possession. Sold a possession. And he kept back part of the proceeds. And he kept part of the proceeds. His wife also being aware of it. So that means that the wife consented to what he did. And brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. A certain man bringing a certain part. Mm-hmm. Quickly. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land of yourself? Now hold it there. You will see that because of times, I don't want us to progress in the scripture, but read verse 4. Maybe read verse 4 and 5 so we can close with that. While it remained, was it not your own? Mm -hmm. And after it was sold, was it not in your own control? Mm -hmm. Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. Next. Then Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and breathed his last. All right. Now, you see that their disobedience in their area, in the area of what they offered to God, their disobedience in the way they brought the gift that they had, it was their own possession that God blessed them to have. And they sold part of it, and when they were bringing it to God also, they kept some. When they sold their possession, they were supposed to carry everything to the temple, but they kept part of it. And the part that they kept, God was angry that they were not faithful with what he gave to them. So our lack of honoring God, when we disobey God and we dishonor him, because they did not honor him by what they brought, God was not happy with what they brought to him. And because of that, he killed them. They died. Our dishonoring of God can lead to death. It can, you see, it opens our lives for all kinds of demonic onslaughts to be unleashed into our lives. We are supposed, our bands are supposed to flow. The book of Proverbs tells us that honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruit of your increase so that your bands will overflow. So when we refuse to honor the Lord, our bands are not flowing, are not overflowing. Our bands can never be filled and that is why we experience emptiness and we also experience lack and want. So lack and want creeps into our lives when we fail to honor God with our giving. Ananias and Sapphira, they failed to honor God by what they gave to him. And because they refused to honor God by what they brought to him, God was angry with what they brought. And for that matter, the apostles said to them, why have you come? Why have you come here to deceive anybody? 
Why have you allowed the devil to fill your heart with lies? Why have you allowed yourself to be cajoled into this one? The enemy has lured you into this. And because of that, the judgment of God comes upon people. Can I say to you that you are going through a situation in your life. You are experiencing a financial hardship. Because even the little that God has put into your hands, you are refusing to be faithful with it. Some people will tell you, oh pastor, wait, when I get money, the, what I will do for you is a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. If he cannot do anything for you, even when he has that little, he cannot share with you. When he gets more, he will realize that he has more responsibilities. That's what we realize. Last week I told you that a friend of mine shared with me when he said that church people, when it comes to doing something for the kingdom, they'll tell you God will do it. But when it comes to what they must do for themselves, they take money, go to the shop, buy it and bring it home. But when it comes to church, they'll always tell you God will do it. God will do it. Now, Psalm 25 verse 14, the next thing that happens to us is that when we refuse to honor the Lord, we are denied his secrets and his covenant. There are some secrets and covenants that God will never make available to you because you are not honoring him. I don't believe that if you have a friend or any acquaintance who does not honor you, there are some secrets and there are some deep things about your life that you will make available to the person. You will never do it. You will never do it. You will never do it. So if you will not do it, don't expect God to do likewise. Psalm 25 verse 14, quickly, quickly. The secret of the Lord is with those who fear him. Those who fear him. And he will show them his covenant. Now I told you that one of the words for, for honor is also reverence. That means fear. Okay. So you can interchange this and put it there. That the secrets of God are with them that honor him. So if you are not somebody who honors God, there are some, I told you last time that there are ways around everything. There is a way around everything. There is a way around everything. The fact that you are struggling with a particular thing does not mean there's no way around it. What you are struggling with, somebody has seen a way around it. What you are trying to unravel, somebody has already unraveled it. What you are trying to discover, someone else has discovered it already. And so there is nothing that you are looking for that you cannot find. The issue is that you don't know how to find it. That's why it's not everybody who can discover gold. It's not everyone who can discover diamond. Because if you don't know how gold looks like, how even the stone looks like, you can walk by it and you don't even take notice of it. You can walk upon it, you can trample upon it, and somebody will get to the same place. Moses was walking at a place that was holy. He never knew until God brought it to his He said, Moses, remove the shoes or the sandals that you are wearing for the place wherein he stand is holy. So there are many things that you may be struggling with. There may be a lot of business ideas. There may be secrets that will unravel wealth in your life. But because you are not honoring God, he's also not showing you the secrets of God. You cannot flout the scriptures. The Bible said the scriptures cannot be broken. The secrets of God are with them that fear him. And to them, not to everybody. The Bible said to them, he reveals his covenant. The next thing also that happens when you dishonor God is when we disregard, when we have disregard for his words and counsels. Proverbs 1, 25 to 28. One of the ways we dishonor God again is when we disregard his counsel and his words. When God speaks a word, we are supposed to carry the word, we are supposed to work with it. When the word was spoken, the Bible said, great were them that published it. Great were those who carried the gospel and they published it for the world to see. Yes, quickly. Because you disdain all my counsel mm -hmm. and would have, would have none of my rebuke. Or none of my reprimand. Uh -huh. 
I also will laugh at your calamity. God says because you did not listen to his words, there is a day called calamity that will come upon you and it will come upon every, everybody faces calamity. Nations face calamity. Families face it. Relationship faces. Companies face it. We are living in, in, in a cataclysmic moment where all kinds of things are happening to nations, happening to institutions. I, was, I, I went to play football recently and one of the guys was telling me the office where he is, there are about, about 16 or 19 of them. He said about 17 or 15 has been asked to go home. They left with only three. An office of 18 people, 15 has been asked to go home. Only three left. It's not calamity, it is calamity. It is only God who can separate you for some things. When you hear his word and you honor him, he will, oh, the Bible said, because you have, you, he loves and he honors you, he shall give men in exchange for your lives. So what is supposed to happen to you, God can pick another person and put him there so you can be free. It is when you honor him. Lift your hands and say, I will honor the Lord. I will honor the Lord. God said, because you did not honor him, he will laugh when your calamity comes. And when your terror comes, you make a mockery of your life. May the Lord never make a mockery of you. Man. I said, may God never make a mockery of your life. Man. You've got to understand this. We cannot play with God. Numbers chapter 20 verse 12. Let's go there quickly. When we dishonor God, one danger that comes to us is that we can be denied the land of promise and opportunities and blessings. Moses, he did not honor God. And God said, because you did not honor me in the sight of these people. Read for us quickly, quickly. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and said, because you did not believe me. Because you did not honor me. To honor my name. Give me another version. He said, because you did not honor me. I want that word. Supposed to find it there. He said, because you did not honor me, because you did not honor me in the sight of these people. Yes. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, yes. because you did not trust in me enough to honor me. That's right. As holy in the sight of the Israelites. Uh -huh. Continue. You will not bring this community into the land I give them. Uh, this man has struggled, and, and, and God said, You are bringing the people from Egypt to the promised land. Now something happens along the way and now God says that no, because you did not honor me in the sight of these people, because you didn't trust what I said to you, I will deny you. May you never be denied in your life. Man. I said may you never be denied in your land of promise. Man. This was a land of opportunities, a land of blessings, a land of promise. Even when he sent the spies and they went to look at what they brought. One, I don't know how they describe but it looks like just one bunch of grapes could not be carried by one person. Just one side of it. I'm not talking about the whole tree. Just one side of it. It was carried by two men on their shoulders. They put it on a stick. And they carried it. It tells you the blessing. I was speaking to my wife the other time. He said when she went to Israel, you will find a short tree like this. And if you see the size of the mangoes on it, the size of it, you will be amazed. That means... You may not even do much, but your increase in harvest is evident to everybody. They cannot deny you. They may not see what you are actually doing. They may not see how you are laboring, but there is always a result in your life. May you never be denied your harvest. Amen. They were denied opportunities. Moses was denied. His name would have entered into the records as the person who carried them from Egypt and led them into the promised land, but he was denied. But God said, did he honor me? 
there are opportunities God can deny you. There are certain dimensions of grace God can deny you because you are failing to recognize and give him honor for what he did through you. God spoke to him. He said, speak to the rock. He didn't speak to the rock. You see, there are some things that sometimes you might have the leeway to go about it, but it doesn't mean that in the future you will not be denied. God momentarily will allow it to happen because his people need it that moment. But afterwards, when it comes to you, he will deny you. It's not, the reason is that the anointing is not about you, it's about the people. So because of his love for the people, he can rescue them. But when it comes to you, he will deny you. Can I say this to you? The people for whom he struck the rock, they got to the promised land, but he didn't go. Am I making sense? The people for whom he struck the rock, they ended there, but he did not go. Sometimes in our bid to please people, we do all kinds of crazy things just to ensure they applaud us and they are happy. But at the end of the day, they will find themselves before the Lord and we will be somewhere else. May you never be denied your portion in life. Man. I said, may you be the person that honors God all the days of your life. Man. That's it. You may be losing opportunities because you have treated God with contempt. When the court is treated with contempt, they don't take it lightly. When you disregard the court, they don't take it lightly. The next point. Genesis chapter 4 verse 2 and 8. 2 to 8. Quickly. In Malachi chapter 1, 8 and 9. Let me run this quickly. Genesis 4 from verse 2. The next thing I'll talk about just before you read. Before you read is that the next thing by, by which we, we dishonor God is when we have disregard for his presence. Disregard. When we have no reverence, no fear for his presence. Some people can come to church and fight. They can sit in the church and insult somebody. You'll be amazed. People sit in church and they stay close to they stick it on their phone. Now it's on the phone. They bet on the phone whilst they're in the church. Disregard for his presence. People come to God's presence and they don't know where they have come. They don't, they don't value the, 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 the person they have come in from. They have come before. No regard for the person. They don't recognize him. They don't recognize him. Let's go. She later she gave birth to his brother Abel. And now Abel kept flocks and Cain worked at the soil. All right. Read quickly. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruit of the soil as an offering to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portion from some of the first fruit of his flock. So you see, you see that. Cain's own, there was no description of what he brought. His offering was not qualified. There was no adjective to qualify what he brought. There was nothing like that. Nothing. But when it came to Abel, the writer was clear as to what he said. He brought fat. He was very specific as to what the guy brought. There are some of us, what we give to God cannot be described. Can I talk to somebody here? What we give to God cannot be described. Cannot be described cannot be described. There are people if, they, if you look at the investment they have made on themselves, compared to investment they have with God, it's it, it, it not parallel. It's not. It's not. It's not. You see, their mindset 
and their whole life is centered on themselves. And as a result of that, there are many things their destiny is denied. When you go to the 7 and the 8, you will realize that when God started speaking, he did not only reject what was brought, he rejected the person who brought it. When we fail to honor God, when we dishonor him, we are rejected by him. Write it down. Rejection. You can face rejection everywhere you show up and you think demons are following. It's not demons who are following you. You have flouted the principle of God. Rejection everywhere. Your children are rejected when they go to school. Your, your wife is not getting a job. Your husband is not getting a job. There's a struggle everywhere. There is commotion, confusion, and tension in the home. You don't know what's going on. There are people right now, they can write a thousand series, two thousand series for their girlfriend immediately. They will not even think about it. There is no way. Say, oh, no, don't, don't worry. Take it, take it. They will do it. They will do it. But let them come to church. They can't give God hundred series. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. But the same people need the hand of God in their lives. God rejected in Malachi 1, 8 and 9. God rejected Cain and rejected what he brought. God said, you don't respect me. You don't respect me. Look, there are people, when they are coming to church, the, the money they even put in the offering bowl, eh, if you look at it, if you go out to go and buy with it, they will not even take it. But they will give it to God. They will give it to God. Dishonor. They will give it to God. If somebody brings you something that is not good, you ask the person, How, what do you take me for? You don't respect me. There are some gifts at this stage of your life. Somebody brings you, you think the person doesn't respect you. That's why he's bringing you that. You have served God for years. Do you think the way you give to God is respectable enough? Let's go, let's go quickly, quickly. Malachi 1, 8 and 9. Yes, sir. And when you offer the blind as a sacrifice, Look at this. is it not evil? And when you offer the lame and sick, is it not evil? Now look at this. God is talking about what we bring to him. God said we offer blind things. Is it not evil? It is evil. Point to somebody with your forefinger and tell the person it is evil. It is evil. It is evil. It is evil. God said, is it not evil? When you offer the blind as a sacrifice is it not evil when you offer the lame and sick is it not evil offer it to your governor God said look at this this one you see that now it's like his temper is rising can you see the exclamation mark there come on look at it can you see there it's like now his temper is rising when you are really pay attention to these things it's like now his temper is rising because you, you have brought him something that is sickly something that is evil and now his temper is rising don't think God is smiling when he said this. Don't think he was laughing when he said it. He was getting angry because he can see that now his voice is going up. Read for us. Continue. Offer it to your governor. Would he be pleased with you? No. Would, no. Would he be pleased with you? It's a question. It's a question. Now I'm showing you how sometimes you can understand the, the import of the scripture. Because if I'm talking and I say, will he be pleased with you? It's normal. But if I say, will he be pleased with you? The, 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 the sternness of how I am speaking will wake you up. I'm showing you how you read the scriptures. Because if you look at it this way, you know that mm, this thing is getting serious. You know, it's getting serious now. So I better position myself well. So will he be pleased with you? Look at the continue. Uh-huh. Would he be pleased with you? Uh-huh. 
Would he accept? Would he accept, accept you, you favorably? favorably? No, no, no. He won't do that. Say the Lord. Verse nine. I'm closing with it quickly. But now I entreat God's favor that he may be gracious to us. He said, now entreat God's favor that he may, be, he may be gracious because if God does not become gracious, we are in trouble. While this is being done by your hand, will he accept you favorably? He says, whilst your hand is doing this, look at me everybody, whilst your hand is doing this, while you are busily doing these things, there's some people they see project going on they, they will never invest in it because their heart is Bible says where your heart is that's where your treasure will be if the kingdom of God is where your heart is your investment will always go into it always always there are people they may even make vows they don't pay they say, who will give 1,000 they will rise up who will give 200 they will come and start but they will never pay they will never pay and the, the worst of all are those who even bring it and it's not up to it, but they'll come and stand there as if it's the same. Hey. They'll say, I'm bringing 100 cities, but they'll bring 75 cities in the envelope and they come and stand there. They know it's not up to it. That was what happened to Ananias and Sapphira. They brought it, but not all. And the judgment of God was on. Listen, when it comes to God, there's, there's no mess you. Sometimes we think that, oh, yes, he's a, he's a God of love. He loves us, but he will also judge us. Oh, yes. Don't think that because of grace and so we can be, we cannot engage in foolishness whilst we think because of grace we continue. No, we can't do that. Let me close you with this. Rejection can enter into your life. Rejection. We're rejected by God. God says that you will be rejected. You will not be considered favorably. So some of us, we are falling out of favor not because demons pursued us. No. Not because of a generational case. No. It is because you have dishonored God. Don't give, don't give credit to the devil for things you have triggered on yourself. Things you open the door for it to come and attack you. He said, go and give this to your governor. Go give to your governor. Some of you, the least money you, you will give, the least money you can give to your girlfriend, probably maybe 100 cities or 200 cities or even 500 cities. You know, I'm not talking about the slave queens because they go more. Okay, you can take more, but people come to church and they can. I told you last time somebody was taking an offering in, in her bag, and the way she was looking around her so that nobody would look at the offering she was taking. Why are you feeling shy of what you are giving? It tells you that what you are even giving is not right. It's not right. It's not right. You are always topping up your girlfriend's phone with credit, always topping up. Even when she has not requested for it, you are topping up because you want to please the person. But you have forgotten the God who takes care of you. How much do you please him? Are you conscious of the life you are living as a child of God? Are you conscious of the honor you are giving to him as the one who watches over you? The Bible said the one that watches over Israel, he never sleeps nor slumbers. There are things that will never work well until we position ourselves to honor God. May the Lord help us this morning that we will position ourselves very well and get to a place where honor becomes normal in our lives. Honoring God becomes the, the most priority in our lives in the name of Jesus. Rise on your We believe you have been blessed by this broadcast. Contact me on phone via plus two three three two four four 
or email me on pubwili at gmail.com that is p-r-o-p-h-w-i-l-l-i-e at gmail.com follow me on my social media platforms facebook page at prophet william addison podcast and subscribe to my youtube channel instagram handle and twitter handle at prof willie that is p-r-o-p-h-w-i-l-l-i-e at prof willie and if you're not born again and you listen to this broadcast and you want to give your life to christ say this prayer after me dear lord jesus i know that i am a sinner and i ask for your forgiveness i believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead i turn from my sins i trust you and follow you as my lord and savior in jesus name amen god bless you God bless you. You're about to listen to the voice of the eagle with Prophet Samuel Addison. Prophet Samuel Addison is an anointed servant by the will of God and is graced to operate in the fivefold ministry. As you listen to this tape, be ready to be caught up into unlimited levels of the spirit and soar unto greater heights. Enjoy the message. Each passing this morning, I'm speaking on topic. The master key to open all doors. The master key to open all doors. Father, I pray for your presence. I pray for your anointing. Use me to be a blessing. In the name above every other name. When we talk about open doors, we are talking about divine access. We talk about open doors. We are talking about new opportunities. When we talk about open doors, we are talking about new levels. You are talking about the realm of joy, the realm of success and blessings. And this man, the Lord has spoken to us that this man is a man of open doors. So we have to pray that doors will open for us. In fact, life becomes so difficult when all doors Life becomes miserable when doors are shut. I pray that this month, October, a door will open for someone. You shout, as a door will open for someone. When your life and all your doors are closed in life. You can never climb up in life. When doors are closed, nothing enters and nothing goes out. So if your life doors are closed, nothing enters your life. And nothing enters your life. When your doors are closed, there is nothing that goes on in your life. Life become tough. Life become difficult. That's why this man, a door 
must open for somebody. Not shouting amen. As a door must open for somebody. In every area of your life, I pray that the month of October, a door will be open in your life. So I want to speak about the master key that opens all doors. You don't desire door to open and to open. No, you're not a magician. I can't stand here and desire this door opening. No, you must work and open the door. So what is the master key to open all doors? One is a key of prayer. Prayer is a master key that opens all doors. In fact, the major key to open door is prayer. If you refuse to pray, the door is yours. But somebody will enter. If you refuse to pray, the door is yours. But something will block you from entering. In life, the most difficult thing in life, you see the door open. And the door is for you. But while you try to enter, somebody will enter the door. And you know that this is my door. This is my opportunity. This thing is mine. Yes, someone is enjoying because the key to open the door is not desire, it's not imagination. The key is prayer. I pray that this man you apply the knee factor. Now you go on this and ask the Lord that Father, a door must open my life. I speak of everybody here this morning. If you will kneel down and pray this man, any door the enemy has shut in your life. I remember a few months ago, there was a wedding here. A daughter of mine called Lily got married. So, during the wedding, she invited some friends. Wedding, and more friend, and and the friends came. Right after the wedding, the following morning, it was Monday, sorry. I was here and one friend came here. He said, Papa, I know my friend. I know my friend. I know her. And I know what God has done in their life. I know that it was true you and something happened to her. I'm, I'm also here to receive a prayer for God to be I pray for somebody here that the same God has established someone's life receive prayer for an open door this month. We don't open door by desire. No! It is prayer. The master key to open all door is prayer. If you don't know how to pray, forget it. The door is yours, but you can never enter. The door is yours, but you can never possess it. The door is yours, but somebody else will enter. The book of Colossians chapter 4, verse number 3. Prayer is a key to open all doors. 
So if God says this man is a man of open doors, you, you must not just sit down waiting for a door to open. You must apply prayer. 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 Whatever you receive without prayer pulling the thing has no future. Which means in the kingdom, whatever you possess, it must come out of prayer. It must be begged out of prayer. Without prayer, without prayer, I'm not talking about prayer on Sunday. I'm talking about prayer becoming part of your life. Read for me. What, what is that? What is that? Be fast for me. Meanwhile, Meanwhile pray, also pray also for us. That God will open to so us. prayer is a key to open the door. It's a prayer also for us. That God will open unto us a door. A door. A door. I pray that this man, a door will open for somebody. Hear me, if one door opens for you, no, if it will, if one door opens for you, your life can change to the next 30 years of your life. I pray for somebody here that may God open a door for you this month. Clap your hands and say, Father, open the door. Come and say, Father, open the door in my life this month. The book of Acts 16, verse 23, Acts 23. Prayer is the key to open all doors. What happened? And when they had laid many stripes, when they have laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison. They put them in prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Verse number twenty-four. Having received such a charge, such a charge, he put them into the inner prison uh -huh. and fastened their feet in the stocks. Twenty-five. But at midnight, at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, uh -huh. and the prisoners were listening to them. Uh -huh. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were open. All doors. So the door did not open because they were in prison, but because they prayed. Doors don't open because you are a Christian. Doors don't open because you are a pastor. Doors don't open because you are an usher. It opens because you pray. I pray that this man, if you pray, may God open the door in your life. The Bible says, when they pray, all the doors opened. Not one door, but all the doors opened. There is somebody here this morning. I prophesy over your life that this man, all doors will be open in your life. There are some of us here, our life has been restricted. Our life has been hidden because doors has been shut. By speaking your life, God will open the door this month. Let us say, Father, 
declare, this month, let a door open in my life. Let's learn these seven things that we leave. Seven benefits of open doors. We'll be going deeper from next week. One, open doors produce supernatural increase and promotion. Open doors produce supernatural increase and promotion. Genesis 39 verse 21. If God opened a door in your life, you enter into the realm of promotion. The realm of increase. Some of you, where you are working, you will be stagnant far too long. May God open a door in your life. You're not shouting amen at all. What happened? But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy. And he gave him favor in the sight of the king. Even Joseph in prison, God was opening doors for him. God gave him favor in the prison. And from prison, he was promoted. May God release promotion over your life today. Two, open doors produce honor in the midst of Adversity. In the midst of your adversity, in the midst of your adversaries, if God opens doors, He honors your life. I pray that may God honor your life this year. In the midst of your problems, in, when I was in Cape Coast, I was giving a woman a prophecy. A woman that any time they are about to promote her, somebody in the office will stop the promotion. I pray for you that whoever is blocking your promotion, may God move them from that place. When a door opens for you, the door produces honor in the midst of your adversaries, in the midst of your adversity. God brings honor to your life. Lift your hand and show I need the honor of God. The third one, open doors produces restoration of everything the enemy has stolen. Exodus 3.21 When God opens the door whatever the enemy has stolen from your life there is a restoration. I pray that this month whatever has been stolen from your life from January receive double promotion and honor today. Lift the phone and say Father I need your honor. I need your restoration. I need your promotion. So if God opens a door in your life, restoration takes place. The fourth one, open door produces great victories and great favor. In the midst of resistance, in the midst of impossibilities, open doors produce favor. Open doors produce great victories. 
Jesus. I pray that no matter the turbulences, no matter the storms, may God give you victory this month. Lift up for the I believe that this month will be my month. Come and say it again. Say, I believe that this month will be my month. The next one, open doors will connect you to your destiny helpers. Many a time when you talk about doors, it doesn't mean God will come and open your family door. No. When you say open doors, it does not mean there is a huge Jerusalem gate God will open. But any time a door opens in your life, God connects you to the right person. Because human beings are doors. You know, as a human beings are doors, if you meet a good man, a door will open for you. If you meet a bad man, a door will close on you. I pray that this man you will meet the right man. You are not here today. I say you shall meet the right man. I prophesy in your life and the body in your life that the enemy is using to close your door. Power will move them from your life. So we talk about open doors. God brings destiny helpers. What you are looking for is in the hands of a man. What you need is in someone's pocket. But until you meet the person, until you meet the person, until you meet the person, so when you say open doors, don't go around looking for doors. The people around you, they are doors. May God use someone to take you to abroad. You are not here today. Sometimes you go to an office looking for an opportunity. If you meet a wrong secretary, she can fold your application and throw it away. Which means the secretary has closed your door. But if you meet a good man, if you meet a good man, there are some of you here, the reason why your life is stagnant, you are meeting wrong men. Some ladies are not married. Because they are meeting wrong people. I prophesy in your life. This man may God bring you your destiny helper. You are not here today. Your wife can be your destiny helper. Your husband can be your destiny helper. I came to tell somebody, anybody you must meet this man for your life to change. Whoever can clap, may God connect your life. I say, may God connect your life. I say, may God connect your life to the right person this month of October. Lift your hand and shout, I believe. Come and say it again. Come and say it again. Many people's lives have been transformed because they are connected to the right people. No matter how you are gifted, no matter how you carry potential, no matter how you carry some talents, if you are not connected to the right people, you can rise up to the top. I pray that this month a door will open for someone. I say a door will open for someone. I say a door will open for someone. And that door means God will bring you a destiny helper. Lift your hand and shout it is my portion. Come and say it again. Say it again. 
open doors brings opportunities success and permanent breakthroughs can I give you a prophecy the days when doors are open and doors are shut again is over from today from today may a permanent door open in your life anyone shouting amen receive that testimony I said the days are a door open on Monday and by Wednesday the door is shut you go to a meeting and the meeting will go on very well they will say go and come next week and sign the contract by the time you leave the office the man will just change the mind you will not experience four months doors opening but receive a permanent open doors I shall receive a permanent open doors. Lift of all and shall believe. You will see somebody that things are going on. Just for four months, he will go down again. Because the door was open and the door was shut. You met a young man who calls you 21 times a day. Within one month, the cost will reduce it. It will come to two. You come to one and a half. One and a half. Then half. Oh, then nothing. Why? The door opens. But something shut the door. Anything in your father's house. Any power in your mother's house. That shut doors in your life. This morning I open permanent doors. You are not here. I open a permanent door. I say I open a permanent door. Suffer you go to an office. The same boss who employed you. Who was laughing with you? Wow, I'll give you a work to do. Within two months, the boss has thrown the face and the boss said, Leave my office. It was just a two months door. You will not experience two months door. I speak of this marriage. It shall not be a six months marriage. It shall not be a two week marriage. But it will be a permanent marriage. Anybody clapping for them? Receive the same favor. Receive the same grace. May you receive a permanent breakthrough, a permanent testimony. Clap and say, Father, I need a permanent miracle. The book of Revelation, chapter 4, my last scripture, and then we close. 4 verse 1. Uh -huh. What happened? After these After things, days, I look, I look, and behold, uh -huh. a door standing open. Listen to us. From tomorrow, if you as you go to your office, so cool, you and you open your office door, may miracle enter through that door. Uh, I can't hear amen at all. From tomorrow, as you open your family door, may blessing enter the house. He said, I saw a door standing open. May a door be opening in your life from today. Uh, lift your hand and say from today I declare permanent breakthroughs what happened is I saw a door open uh -huh. and the first voice you which know, I heard the voice will come if the door opens so when I saw the door opening a voice came and the voice said what 
was like a trumpet, was like a trumpet. speaking with me, uh -huh. saying, uh -huh. Come up here. Listen, right there. Say from today, from today I am going up. I'm going if up. a door opens your life, your life does not go back, your life does not go down, you begin to go up. Today, may God lift your business up. You are not here. I said, May God lift your business up. I see you going up. Clap your hands and shout, I'm going up. I will say it again. If the door opens, Somebody walking around, if the door opens, you will, will move from ghetto to a very big area. It's, it's just an open door. 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 One day, 2002, I was giving, you know the lady? She stayed with you before Ruth. You know her. That's what her name. She stay with you for me. The lady was sleeping. That's how you can order. Anyhow, and she came to sleep with you. stay with you for some. And she came to the service in the classroom. And I called her. And I told her that she would travel out of Ghana without paying a plane ticket. Go move her outside Ghana. All her battles will end right after the service. Her boyfriend who has left her, who she, she, she was not hearing from her. The boy was in, I forgot the country. The guy came looking for her in the family. And they said she, the guy traced to Adabraka. A lady was wearing one pantal for over five months. From that place, the man gave her visa. At the airport. Before she see the plane, she told all the people there that she is traveling. But the only gift she has for them is me. I speak over your life. Very soon, God is about to bring a man in your life that your years of pain, He about to wipe away your years of pain. Your years of pain in your business. I prophesy God is bringing a man in your life. Come and rise up, you clap your hands and shout, I need a door to open. Clap and shout, I need a door to open. Clap and shout, I need a door to open. Say, Lord Jesus, come and lift a voice and shout, Lord Jesus. I shall clap my hands. I declare, let a door open in my life. This month, clap your hands and pray. Come on. have been blessed by this message kindly contact us on telephone numbers plus two three three two four four six nine four two nine nine or zero two four seven six four one five zero two our email address is samprofnk at yahoo.com that is s-a-m-p-r-o-p-h-n-k at yahoo.com our facebook handle is www.facebook slash samuel addison twitter at 
Prof. Sam Addison or visit our website www.prophetsamueladdison.org. Visit www.amazon.com to purchase these books by Prophet Samuel Addison. Keep the fire burning. Tell no one. Your secret is your power. Discovering the secret to the top. Why do you need power? Dealing with success killers and many more. You can also get copies of these books from any bookshop near you. God richly bless you. Oh, 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 o